You're listening to A Playful Podcast, where I talk about everything from the wonders of messy play to stories from my wonderful but messy life. I'm Mariah, and I'm the creator of A Playful Purpose Learning for Littles, and I'm so glad you found me. All right, let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Playful Podcast. It is episode three, and today's episode was picked by you guys on Instagram, and it's all about goal setting. And I have to laugh because when I teased what this episode was going to be about... I put up two options in my stories and one was talking about risk taking and the other one was learn about how I ditched all my goals for the rest of the year but couldn't be happier about it. And after I wrote it, I was laughing because it seems like I'm doing some sort of sales pitch or it's an infomercial or something and that's really not the tone. I am just going to tell you about my goal setting strategies and how I actually did just throw out every single one of my goals that I had established for myself in the summer because they weren't aligning with me anymore. Before we dive into today's topic, we're going to do the weekly check-in where I just tell you a little bit what's going on in my life in both personal and business settings. So last week I mentioned that Andrew was going through a sleep regression and we are definitely still going through that right now. I was so tired yesterday and the day before because he's just not napping well and I have to physically rock him for sometimes up to an hour. So sometimes I will bounce on the ball with him to take a little bit of the weight off of me and other times I'm just leaning in and I've decided I'm going to do squats and lunges and double it up as a workout because I'm certainly not working out after I have rocked him for an hour because I'm just incredibly tired. So at least now I'm getting a little bit of leg work in while I'm rocking him. We're hoping that my mom will be able to come and visit and help out a little bit in the next few weeks. She just has to get some clearance from her doctor. If you weren't aware, my mom had brain surgery in the summer and is still recovering from that. And there's just a lot of rules in regards to travel for her, but we would love for her to be able to come up and visit and hang out with the baby, especially because he's so much more fun now than when she last saw him. He's a lot more interactive and he's awake a lot more and it would just be a great opportunity for them to kind of bond. And of course, a great opportunity for us to have a visit and get some help. And what else do I have going on? Oh, so I just finished the book Layla by Colleen Hoover, and I haven't read a story about a ghost, I don't think, ever in my life. So when the first appearance of the ghost appeared, I was like, I don't know about this. But I did really like it. I was super into it. I finished it pretty quickly considering how little time I have to read, and I would definitely recommend it to all of you guys. On TV, we did a huge chat about it on Instagram last week. Everyone recommended so many shows to me, and yet I am not watching any of them. I'm actually watching Below Deck Mediterranean, which is just a reality show about a group of people that work on a luxury yacht. And I'm fascinated. I know nothing about boats. I know none of the terms, but it seems like so much hard work and there's a perfect amount of drama and I'm just really, really into it. Can't recommend it enough. I'm watching it on Slack TV. We just got a membership to that so that we could watch uh, the new season of Survivor and it has so much reality TV on it and I'm loving it. That's kind of everything going on in my personal life in terms of a playful purpose. Learn With Me starts on Saturday. I am so, 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 so excited to get these workshops going and they're almost sold out, which means that my goal is almost met. There's one spot left in this Saturday session, which is all about flow of the day. And there's one spot left in behavior management. So if either of those are calling you, for sure sign up and help me meet my goal of selling out all of those sessions. Anywho, let's dive into today's topic, which is all about goals. To start, I'll tell you that I am an extremely goal-oriented person, and I really like achieving my goals. I'm that person who will write out a to-do list, and I'll include things I've already done on the to-do list just so I can cross them off and feel that sense of accomplishment. That's not everyone's cup of tea, but I definitely do that because it makes me feel validated in the things I've already done, even if they're really small. 
I'm also someone who really thrives on a full to-do list and a deadline. If I don't have a lot on my plate, I don't feel as productive, I don't feel as creative, and I don't feel like I'm living my life to the fullest potential. This is not necessarily super healthy because I love this full to-do list. I also love a deadline. If I have these kind of arbitrary timelines where I have things to do, but there's no real consequence to not doing them in a timely manner, I will just brush them off and brush them off until I have that time crunch built up and that sense of urgency that I'm working toward. So that being said, I almost never have an empty to-do list because as soon as I have one thing off, I like to add another thing because I do like that sense of a full list, which I know is maybe counterintuitive because I am an anxious person and you might think that having an empty to-do list would be something that would help my anxiety, but it actually just makes me feel a bit lost and like I don't know where to focus. So having that to-do list is a great way for me to feel in the moment and to know where to put my energy and what I need to be doing. This even applies on vacation. I'm terrible at rest and I will have a running to-do list and be working even on vacation. I'm definitely not endorsing this kind of relationship with your to-do list. I'm just being completely honest in how I work and how I feel like I'm at my best and having that full to-do list and having lots of tasks to do and being able to push myself in my business is how I feel at my best, but I know this is not for everyone. We all have different levels of comfort and different levels of busyness where we kind of thrive. The reality is I like working on my business. It makes me feel creative, it makes me feel proud, and it motivates me to keep going. And I find especially now in motherhood, if I'm working on my business, it's the perfect mental break for me because I'm able to disconnect from thinking about the stresses of motherhood and I'm able to invest myself in an area of my life where I feel really proud and I feel really good and I feel really successful because in all honesty, I don't feel that way all the time in motherhood. So taking those 15, 20 minutes to work on business is a way of grounding myself and reconnecting to who I am as a bigger person outside of motherhood. I've been using the same goal setting strategy since fall 2019, and I've shared it a few times on my Instagram, but I'll do an overview now in case you missed it. So what I do is really, really simple, and I think that's why I've been able to use it consistently for as long as I have, which I guess is now two full years. So what I do is I type out some goals on little colorful squares, and I just make them in PowerPoint using whatever colors I'm into at the moment, and I type out my goals on them, print them out, and display them. I used to print them out on normal paper, but right now I have cardstock and I'm using that and it's working way better because they don't curl and just aesthetically, I like that a lot more. (laughs) So I've changed where I've displayed them over the years, but they're always near my desk and usually put up with some sort of a clothespin system. And I put them here because then I can see them every single day. When I walk into my office, they're right in plain sight. I can give them a quick read. It takes 30 seconds, but my goals are refreshed in my mind about what I'm aiming to work toward. When the goal is accomplished, I take them off the board and I glue them into a little notebook and I write the date under them. And every time I complete a goal or every time I'm setting new goals, I go through this notebook again to remind myself of what I've done. It's just a great way to look through and remind myself of how far I've come and everything that I've accomplished. Now, when I don't complete a goal, I just toss them out. I put them in the recycling bin and I don't really think about them again. To be honest, this hasn't happened very many times. It's pretty rare that I don't accomplish a goal. But this is not to say like I'm an amazing goal accomplisher. It's because I pick my goals very carefully. Usually I'm picking business goals, but occasionally and a lot more lately, I've been including some personal or health goals. And even more occasionally, I'll put up some big scary goals that I'm scared to say out loud. I know we all have those goals in our head that you are almost scared to put out into the universe because you don't want to fail. And I don't want to have that constant reminder that I didn't meet that goal. 
my biggest example of this was I wrote out a goal that said I wanted to fall in love. And I was terrified when I wrote it out. I was terrified to print it. I was terrified to post it and look at it every day and have that thing right in my face. But I did it. And a few months later, I was able to take that goal and glue it into my book, which was a crazy, amazing feeling. So in this book, I have all kinds of different goals and they range from really easy, more like to-do list items to harder things and even some mindset things. For example, I have, I wanted to start an email list and I accomplished that in November, 2019. I have that I wanted to buy a new laptop, which is as a to-do list item as you can get. But I have some bigger things on here. Like I wanted to finish my report card product and that was months and months of hard work and I needed something to motivate me to get it done and get it up there. And I have a handful of those big scary goals too, like the falling in love one, moving to Nova Scotia, and even I wanted to start doing less in my business, but getting more out of it. And between January and March of 2021, apparently I felt like I achieved that because I glued it into this book. Fast forward to now, and just last week I threw out a bunch of goals that I'd made a few months ago. And those goals that I threw out were that I wanted to have a registration of 50 new people in my courses, that I wanted to create a brand new course about loose parts, that I wanted to finish all of my play packets by November, and that I wanted to run a 5k by November. The reason I threw these out was because I looked at the calendar and realized that it's almost November. And a lot of these goals had that November or fall deadline, and they were just definitely not going to happen in the next week and a half. The reason that they're not going to happen in the next week and a half is varied, but I mean, I can't suddenly run a 5k by November when I haven't now run in almost three weeks. And I haven't been running because I've needed to conserve all of my energy to deal with Andrew. When I set that goal, I had no idea that he would be going through a regression that would take up as much time and energy as it had, so that goal didn't seem impossible at the time. Once I was in it and trying to achieve it, I quickly realized it was just not a priority at all. And I dropped that goal when I realized that I was a better mother and I was more patient with my husband when I had more energy. And in order to have more energy, I needed to not be using it running every day. To me, this is just the perfect example of how our goals need to change as our life changes. Life and business ebb and flow, and therefore my goals are also going to ebb and flow. What made sense a few months ago might not make sense now, and that's totally reasonable. The interesting thing is that I'm just not upset at all that I had to throw out all of these goals. Not meeting goals is kind of weird. If I've put in a lot of effort, I'll generally meet the goal. If I haven't put in a lot of effort, I don't generally meet it. This is like pretty obvious. But effort reflects result. So if I put in my effort and I'm working really hard on something and I'm trying a bunch of strategies and I still don't meet the goal, that's cause for being upset. But if my effort's not there, I can't really be upset because I didn't invest any time or energy into meeting that goal. So for example, in regards to the loose parts course that I wanted to create and even getting 50 new enrollments in my courses, I put zero effort into accomplishing this goal. I didn't tell anyone about it. I didn't promote courses. I didn't plan out a new course. I didn't do a single step toward achieving any of these goals. And if I'm really honest, this was a super easy one to drop because it wasn't really a goal that I wanted to accomplish. I felt obligated to do something with the courses I'd already spent a lot of time creating. I thought maybe I would get more into pushing courses and create a couple more about topics that I'm passionate about. But I didn't really feel like I ever wanted to do this. I just felt like I needed something that I could do that would honor the time I'd already put in and kind of give me a little bit more bang for my buck in terms of creation. But in the back of my mind, I knew I didn't really want to do this for a couple of reasons. One, I don't love selling, and I hate launching. I don't use the word hate lightly. I truly, truly do not like launching. I worked with a launch coach in the summer to try and change my mindset around it, 
But the reality is I don't love launching. And if I'm not 100% invested and interested in whatever it is I'm trying to show and trying to promote, it's just not going to go well, or I'm just not going to do it in this case. With my sensory membership in the summer, I really do believe in that membership and it was easier for me to promote it than this course that I didn't even want to create and therefore knew I wouldn't want to sell. My heart wouldn't have been in it. The running one was a little bit harder to drop because it is something that I do want to do and it's something I feel I should be doing, but it's just truly not a priority right now because I'm so tired and quite frankly, it's so hard. With physical activity, I need to be in a really specific mindset to go out and do it. And this has been the case for my whole life. I'm not naturally sporty. I'm not naturally athletic. And to me, a hard run is not a good run. If I come back and I'm feeling defeated, that's not a good run for me. I definitely have this sort of love-hate relationship with running. And I want to come back and feel proud of myself and feel accomplished and feel like it was a good use of my time, especially now that my break time is so limited. In those rare times that I have a break from looking after the baby, I want to work my business. I want to run errands. I want to spend time with my husband. I don't want to go for a run that's really hard and come back and feel defeated. That being said, I have not ditched this goal. The course goal, completely ditched. The running goal, I just moved up my deadline and my new goal is to try and have it done by Christmas. If I'm not done by Christmas, I'll just move it up again. It's really not a big deal in my mind. And that's because goals are goals. That's literally the point. They aren't a deadline. They aren't a to-do list item, even if I choose to use them in that way at times. The point of a goal is that they're aspirational and they shouldn't feel like they have consequences if you don't meet them. They also need to be something that you can actively control the outcome of. So in the summer, I had a goal that I didn't meet. I almost met it. It was a financial goal for membership and I almost met it, but I didn't quite get there. And then I realized that it wasn't really fair to put a financial number on my goals because while we want them to be measurable, I can't control how many people sign up for membership. I can do everything in my power to do the best launch I can and to tell people all about it and to show them my excitement. But at the end of the day, I cannot force someone to join membership. So having that be the measurable aspect of the goal wasn't really fair to myself or a reflection of my effort or the program itself. The other thing with goals is that you really need to align with them and what you want to do, or you're just not going to do them. So in that way, these goals that didn't align with me anymore, and I was happy to ditch, they just weren't the right goals for me at this time of my life, or maybe ever in my life. And that was one of my problems with some of the goals I'd made in the summer, is that I was almost forcing them. I was writing them down for the sake of writing them down. And I can remember in that moment, sitting on my computer, looking at that blank square and thinking, okay, I need to do something with courses. Uh, I'll make a loose parts course, and I wrote it down. That wasn't a goal I was truly passionate about, and obviously I didn't meet it, and that kind of makes sense. So now when I'm sitting down to write my goals, they need to be things that I've thought up naturally so that I'm actually going to do them. I don't want to sit down at my computer and say, okay, now I'm setting goals, and fill out the squares for the sake of filling them out, because I know that's not an effective strategy for me. I have to come up with the goals on my own, in my own time, and then write them down on that little square so that I'm reminded of them every single day, and so that I have that piece to work toward. My new list of goals are up, they're printed out on cardstock, they're hung up with clothespins, and they are ready to go for me to read through every single day. I have a combo of personal and business goals up on there, and I'm going to share with you what they are now. So first of all, I kept the 5k running one. I want to get that done by Christmas so that I can maybe go for a run with my sister-laws when I'm home. I want to finish those play packets by Christmas. It's not something that's an option. It has to be done. And I've created a separate to-do list with little check boxes that's really motivating me to get through it. Once I actually start working on them, I realize that I do love doing it because I do love creating resources. It's just one of those things that I need to get done. 
I also want to release a new sensory kit in the new year, and I've already started ordering the supplies for that. I'd like to get three coaching clients who book repeating sessions, and I already have two different coaching clients started. One has already booked her second session with me, so that goal is coming along nicely, and I'm excited about it. I want to get to a thousand podcast listens, which is just one of those inevitable goals that I don't really have to work toward. It's just going to happen naturally. And the only goals on here that don't necessarily fit with my criteria of having controllable outcomes, but that I still decided to put up because if they happen, I would be really proud of myself and I would feel really excited to glue them into my book. And those are that I want to sell out Learn With Me. There's only two spots left, so it could happen. And I want to sell out my play kits. There's only 25. The waitlist is pretty long. So that's another one that could happen. But like I said before, these are not outcomes that I can control. So if I don't meet them, I'm still going to be proud of myself because of the work that's gone into it and because I'm just really excited to be crossing out these dreams in general. And at the end of the day, I just remind myself that a goal is a goal. Maybe I'll meet them and it's okay if I don't. I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that I'm meeting my goals and to make sure that my goals align with what I want so that I'm excited when I do end up meeting them. But at the end of the day, my life is ever-changing and it makes sense that my goals are ever-changing too. That's everything I wanted to share about goal setting and why I threw out all those goals last week. And I guess I'll just thank you for contributing to helping me get that goal of 1,000 listens because now that you've listened to this, I'm one step closer. And that brings us to the end of this episode of A Playful Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, sparkle and shine.